Good morning, my name is We are Daftani Zayn, Ketubah Daftani Zayn, the Shur today is the Refua Shleimer of Ma'ayan, Hayim Ben Rani Bertash, Refua Shleimer, please God, in the in, in the Okay, so we're starting here at the top of the Amud Tzadi Zayn. So we said, Ketzad Mocheret. We saw yesterday in the Mishnah that, uh, two days ago in the Mishnah, actually, we said that Amunan is only in the Chasimit Tomim, right? And uh, did we not have a Mishnah yesterday? Why isn't there a Mishnah yesterday? No, there's a Mishnah today. Okay, so the Mishnah, Gemara's a question now as follows, right? That if we're going to sell off Nechassim to pay for the, uh, the Mazonot, for the Ketubas, how do we sell? So I'm Rab Daniel Barakatina, I'm Rab Huna. Mocher Achat Nechlemas HaChodesh. So you sell once every 12 months. That comes Ed. Once every 12 months, right? In other words, not on a daily basis. Right, look at Rashi Vyakadeh, Kadeh Mazonot, Kol Shnatim, Kol Yachad. Because I saw a couple of opinions on that whole discussion. You know, we expect a woman to go to Beit every month and sell, or every week and sell, or every month, or whatever. So, like, what if you say once a year? That seemed to be the way that, also in their times, they would sell properties. So like once a year, it'd be like a season of sales, etc. They come and they do the deal. Velokeach, Mefarnes, Achat, Mishloshim Yom. And then what happens? So now, Velokeach, right? Mefarnes, Achat, Mishloshim Yom. So it seems over here that they would sell once you have that. The client wouldn't give all the money. You see, now they sell the property and the buyer would have 12 months to pay on a monthly basis. Why would it be 12 months on a monthly basis? So if she gets married in the meantime, the money wouldn't be with her and they'd have to go running off to her and get the money. They'd go back to the guy who bought it from, who she sold it to, and they'd say, listen, now you start paying us. Okay, so they gave the buyer terms, and uh, he would pay. And if she got married in the middle, it would go to the would go to the Yoshim. That is uh, Rav Huna. Rav Yehuda Amar said no. Mocher the shisha chodashim. He says every six months, not every year. Velokach on zechad shloshim yom. And the same idea. He says instead of sitting on an annual basis, sit on a on a on a on a on a, on a, a half annual basis. Where was a brighter now to support him? Tanik of Rav Huna. Mocher the shleim asachodesh. Velokach on zechad shloshim yom. Tanik of Rav Huna. Mocher the shisha chodashim. Velokach on zechad shloshim yom. Okay, so we've got a bright that support each one. So both Rav Huna and Rav Yehuda. It's coffee if you want, Michael. Okay, it's not coffee. Uh, that each one of them uh, uh, can... Uh, you want a cup of coffee, Ed? Uh, that, uh, that supports both Rav Yehuda and, uh, and, uh, and Rav Huna. Okay, so Amra Meymar, Hilchata, what's a halokha lemase? Mocheret l'shisha chodashim, v'lokeach m'fanis achat l'shloshim yom. So we pass an halokha here like Rav Yehuda. Okay, they're basically on a, every six months. And uh, so think about it. A woman now needs to sell for Amazonot. Every six months, you've got to go and find yourself a buyer. And I also saw a note in the stand this morning that if it's a big property, for example, that you can't sell, let's say a big house, all you got is a house, can't, and, you, and you only need enough for six months, and the house is three years worth, you can't sell a woman, okay, sell a third of the house or a quarter of the house. Then you'll sell the whole house. I suppose then the money will go to some sort of trust or maybe the annual, the, the first six months or whatever the case would be uh, along those lines. Okay, I'm going to have Ashila Maymar. So now, Travhuna, my Amale. So he says to Trav Maymar, he says, listen, you pass your aloha now like, uh, like Rav Yuda, right? So, so what about Travhuna? What do you say? You don't, you don't even think Rav Huna's got any validity, this idea of sitting on an annual basis? So he says, Lo Shmirli. I've never heard such a thing. Now, the Gemara, it, always, it's amazing. Whenever we see this answer of Lo Shmirli, 
almost always that I remember the Gemara explains afterwards, Klomar lo svirli. I don't know what, every time, they, every time we see that, eh? we see it more than once. Say, lo shmirli, I haven't heard of that. The Gemara says, no, not I haven't heard of it. I don't agree with it. That doesn't, doesn't make sense to me. I don't like that. Okay. So now, Ba'am, in the Rav Sheshet, the Gemara, they asked the Kashit to Rav Sheshet, mocheret le mezonot, she sold for mezonot. I remember we discussed this yesterday, the day before. So now she's been sitting in the meantime for mezonot. And now she wants a ketubah. So mocheret le mezonot, ma'u shetach zor v'titrof le ketubah. And now she wants a ketubah. So what's happened? She's been selling. And now she's said, now she, got a, she needs a ketubah. So what does she do? She goes to the auction and says, we haven't got any money. Well, she says, well, then, then those people who bought from her for the, for the mezonot, she goes after them and takes back their fields, and they must not go and make a cheshbon with the yatomim. Right? Because they'll eventually get the money back if the yatomim got the money. So that's a question asked him. Right? So, so, look at Rashi, Tachot, Titov, Otam, Akar, Kot, Atzman. Rashi says straight out. Can she now go and, 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 and reclaim, grab those assets again for her ketubah? So Gemara is like this, Kami Bailehu, but Rav Yosef. Right? The Amr of Yosef. He says, your question is, Kami Bailehu, but Rav Yosef. The Amr of Yosef. Are Malta the Zavid? Because this all makes sense according to Rav Yosef. Right? We, we will we'll see this in a couple of days' time. Are Malta, a, a widow, right? The Zavid. Achrayut ayatmei. When she sells, who's got the achrayut? The achrayut rests with the yatomim. So she's been selling. They've got the achrayut. Look at Rashi. Achrayut halekuchot chuzal yatomim she'alehen ayachov. So who, 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 when she now she's she's terrific. She takes the field, and then afterwards they they, they who the guys going to have recourse to to the yatomim, right? Ubeidine lezabin achrayatme, and the same thing. So according to Yavriyot said this makes sense, this whole question. Because I suppose if anybody, somebody might think that the Akhrayot remains with her. If the Akhrayot remains with her, then obviously she can't go after them. Because they're going to come back to her. It's going to be a vicious cycle again, like we saw the other day. But because we say that in all cases when the cells are going to go to the Atomim, so he has a good question, she goes after them, must go to the Atomim. So the Gemara says, my. According to Yavriyot said, my. She says, Kevin, the Akhrayot ayat. My, yeah, tough, rough, no problem. Go for it. The Haim, Yachshor, Atomim, says Rashi. That's one part of the question. Or Dilma, no. Or Dilma, Matsi, Amri, La, they could say to her, the, 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 the guys that she sold to, and she's now coming to grab back the land from. They could say, listen, listen, we understand that general, or even only that, as a rule, general Akhrayut doesn't rest with you. That rests with the Yatomim. But what you sold us, in other words, if anybody else, let's say that we bought from Beitin, we can understand. We bought from a third party, we can understand. But you sold us. Steve, you want copy? I'll just copy. Right? So he says, uh, so Amalei. So this is the kasha that's all. This, this is all a question to Rav Sheshet, right? Bible Rav Sheshet, Mochen Mazonot. Do we say that's like Rav Yosef, and therefore that's Achrat on the Yatomim? Or do we say that Enachinami, the Achrat on the Yatomim, but not for what she particular person sold the people? That's, that's the question. So I'm alayt nitua. He says, where he learned this? He says, where did we learn? Mocheret v'holechet ad kedek tuba. He says, she can sell and continue selling. How much? Ad kedek tuba. Look at Rashi over here. Mocheret v'holechet lemezonot. Ad, look at Rashi. Shelo yotar karke leyoshim elesh yur ketuba. 
V'samach la, now that, v'oto ha'shah, that balance, that which she can carry on setting and setting and setting, much easier for the bezonot, until she, as long as she leaves aside some for her, for her, for her ketubah. Now, v'samach la, v'oto ha'shah, says Rashi, eh, yes, samach la, l'gvot mehe, misham ketubata. Shetigot to ramin ha'shah, shmamina, shayre id, lo shayre lo. So what it says, he says, the answer we learned in the bright is, that a woman's allowed to sell as much as she needs to live on. And she has to leave aside stuff for her ketubah. If there is stuff for her ketubah left, either beautiful, if not, not. In other words, she can't go back after, after the guys who, uh, who she sold it to. So that's not, that's not necessarily correct. Vedilma, now we see exactly what we saw yesterday. Vedilma eats a tovaka mashvela. Delo likula hadrinata. Maybe it's only just good advice that brighter. Everyone's telling us, you know what? Good practice. Don't sell too much. And then when you have anything left over for your ketubah, you've got to go after it. Why? They're going to call you a hadrinata. Now, yesterday we saw they would call you a raftanata. Right? We saw they call you a glutton. What's a hadrinata? So, hadrinata is someone who sells and always undoes their deals. Rashi, give me a translation on the hadrinata. Renegar. 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 That's the right word. Retractor. Right, okay. Indian Jew. What would you call it? America. That would be appropriate these days. Well, what's it called? What do you call it? Uh? Okay, well, I don't know what that is. Okay, we don't want to get involved in that. That sounds like we're getting into hot water. Okay, so it says, Dikra uh, Hadrinata. Actually, we're in the middle of Sukkot now, so Hadar is the right way yeah, to be, right? Yeah. Hadar. That's, that's a different word, right? In Aramaic, Hadar means to go back, right? So it says, Hadrinata. So maybe it's good advice. It's, like it's the same word, yeah, Hadran. It's Hadran. It's Hadran. That's what it is, Hadran. But Hadar, Hadar. Hadar comes, one of the expressions of Hadar, the rabbi gave a nice word yesterday, yeah. he said Hadran is from, had, from Hadra, from water. That's what's called Priyad Sadar, because Chavim knew that the, that the Lulav and the, and the Arav and the Adas all live on water. So therefore Priyad Sadar, it also must be a fruit that lives on water and Etrog leaves a ton of fruits, citrus fruits, a lot of, water, a lot of water. So Hadran, Priyad Sadar is a Greek word from Hydra. Uh, but Hadran in Aramaic means to go back. And Hadar, now the other expressions of a Lulav, of Etrog, why is it called Priyad Sadar? Because it Hadar, it dars on the tree the whole year. It's like, no, it's on the tree the whole year. That's another Hadar. You know, that's not the Hadar. So maybe water, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Well, you're going back on the deal. Are you going, oh, oh, oh good, Hadar. Yeah, well, that's not the Hadar, like the, et, the Etrog. No, no, right, right. No, yeah, that's the Hadar Hadrana. Correct, absolutely. That's Hadrina, that's Nermaic, right. So you want to say, wait a second, that doesn't actually make sense. Because if you tell me it's just Eitz HaTova, Sa'im Ken, Litni, we should learn in the bright, I should have said, Govek Tubatamin Asher. What does it mean? My Sabachla. It didn't say govak tubata, it said mocheret volechet adkedek tubata. She sells and sells and sells until she's left over for ketubah, v'samachla. And there she can rely on that, on what's left over, she tigbek tubata. He says, if you're telling me that she's just got to stop selling, and if there is left over, she gets a ketubah, isn't left over, she doesn't get a ketubah, then it should have said, imkain tigve. Right? It should have said then, govak tubata min ashar. Why did the brightest say, ma samachla? Shmamina, Shaira in Lo Shaira Lo. Okay, so the girl comes back to the conclusion. So that was question number one. Another question, you buy a So the bottom line is. Sorry, didn't we learn previously that she was able to go back and seize land? So we didn't, we didn't. We didn't say, we didn't learn if she could, if she had sold it. We just saw Machlok Rabbi Yoshi Rabbi Yuda, and we said there that the way that Rashi explained Rabbi Yoshi Rabbi Yuda, whether each one was giving her good advice. What would be ideal to do? Should she keep a detailed record or shouldn't she keep a detailed record? And Rabbi Yossi said that koach v'chein kocha yafeh. If she doesn't write it down, because if she hasn't got a record that she was selling, then she could be able to go and toreth. 
So the other Gemara is actually passing halacha whether she can put it this way. He has a question asked to to uh, to who was it to uh, to Abaya who was it to Papa who was the question asked to I've lost my place over here. Uh, by new okay, thank you. But it gave the answers. The Gemara seems to say that from this bright to the next bright which we're going to see in a few daf, which says that she can sell and sell and sell, the Sabbath shall give two bata, that it seems like she can't. Because look, it makes sense. There is, there is a rationale to say that a woman's got a right for herself. So the Gemara is the Savia. Those are two sides to the question, remember? The one side of the question is maybe the Yatomi have got the Akhrayot. On the other hand, maybe they've got a crowd for other stuff, but what she sells herself, she's got to take responsibility for. Otherwise, it's, uh, otherwise, it's beyond. Nobody would buy from you ever, if you think about it. I mean, the market wouldn't function. If, every, if I can sell to you and come and came back from you and say, now I'm coming with my hat now as the, as the, as the widow, now I'm coming with my hat now as the woman who wants her, her ketubah, so, so it's a little bit complicated. Okay, next question of you. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I did once anyway. Yeah, did once. No, she might have lots of, she, there might be a huge ketubah, and she sold tons of land along the way for his mazonot, and now she's going back to all those guys and collecting all to pay over Kuktuba. Yeah. I'm saying she can only do it once because once somebody's got bitten, they'll never. They'll no, never... no, that's what I'm saying to you. No, because she first bought, she sold the land off over five years this is a general question. A person sells land. Now, why does he sell land? Because he needs money. He needs money for, for a deal. He's about to do something. Look at Rashi. Zavin v'lo etrichulei. Machar sadu, he sold his field. V'anu yodim shayach hafetz tiknot z'neprani. Why did he sell it to buy a better field? Or pragmati, or for some business deal. Right? Or pragmati, plonit, botan mo, those bunnies. And now what happens is, the deal went bad, he lost out, the seller wouldn't sell to him, or he didn't need it anymore, or he got money from somewhere else. The, the sellers went to change their, went back on their, on their mind, on their word. So he wasn't able to buy anymore. So Hadrat's video, do we say that the guy that he sold to is now got to pay him, undo the deal? Do we unravel the deal now? Because we know that, what was his diet? He sold it because he wanted to do another deal. Now the deal's not around anymore, do we have to give it back? Or Hadrat's video, no. So again, the same question, right? It's a similar type of question because if every time you sell somebody something, you never specify it. Yeah, we're talking about what this klal is. If you specify it, you made a chazoka, so it's, and you made a t'nai, so it's one thing, but it wasn't a t'nai. And then it says, Toshma, tahu gavrida zabin aridla papa. He has a case. Case in point. A papa bought land from somebody. He was going to buy some oxen. He didn't need the money. Papa gave him back, let's under the deals, you know what, take your land back, give my money back. So it seems like, is that locha? If you know the guy, why he sold, and now he can't do the deal, you've got to say, give back the deal, but that's not a good answer. Papa lived in Shradin, Huda Avad. Papa was a tzaddik. So Papa felt bad to the guy, he said, look, I know that reason he told me his field was because, like we said before, the principle here in the Gemara is that you don't sell land unless you have to. Okay, so if you've got a better piece of land to buy, or you've got an oxen to buy, you've got a good deal to do, maybe. There was a famine in Naharda. Right? They all sold their palaces, their castles, their holdings, because they, 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 they were in trouble. In the end, it was a miracle, I don't know, and suddenly a whole lot of, of wheat was delivered to Naharda. So they, were not, they weren't desperate any longer. Right? So, Amalia Rav Nachman, Dinahu, the Hadre, Apandra Marai. 
So yeah, as a kasha again, we see another story. Yeah, he said dinner. Yeah, remember that dinner. Now, what does dinner mean? That dinner mean a doraita. That dinner mean a drabat. It mean a good eitzah, whatever. Dinner. How do they explain dinner there, by the way? English grammar. What does dinner say? The law. The law. <laughs> see, that's why I'm still confused why we saw the other day dinner and we said it wasn't dinner. Anyhow, right? Dinner. The hadrat apandra marayu. So he wants to again. Hatam nami zvina betautavu. That's not good proof. There was the whole town. The igla milta was cleared to everybody afterwards. The arba baakule have a kaima. Right, that uh, I don't know, the boats were coming, whatever the case was. What's up here? The Arbor, the bridge, or whatever they could deliver the stuff. Uh, how does Rashi explain over here? I That's why they couldn't find it, the boats weren't coming. There was no food being delivered because, the, because of the flood. Whatever the case, if you know Yada Mochim can, Loa Yu Mochim, they wouldn't sell the houses. Umishat Mechira, but that was a, it was a, he says, Ramachan was a mistake from there on. Abal Hecha de Mechir, Labetau Tavai, but if it really wasn't a mistake, it was Kigon, Chaju Behen Mochay Achitin, Achashem Machu Elubatel, if the guys were supposed to deliver the, the flower that they had bought from far away, right, changed their mind, Oshebao Chitim Akumachi, Shadain, Lone Kruvim Koman, Lohadre, you wouldn't have to pay it back. In other words, yeah, it was, it was clear. That this was it when they sold from the outside, it was a misunderstanding. Everybody never knew that the wheat was coming, and the guys already bought the wheat from were setting it down the river. Yeah, but if you had, but if but if it was a real deal, then you wouldn't have to necessarily give back the field. So yeah, it was obvious to everybody. It wasn't so obvious. Maybe you wouldn't say, "Yeah, I know Rabbi Rashmuel, Rabbi Nachman." Im kenitzet machshin latid lavo. So, but if that's if that's the case, what's over here? This is machshilin latid lavo. Look at Rashi over here. Uh, if, if this is the case that you've got to give back the field, it says, guys will never sell to you in the future. They're going to be worried that maybe they're going to, they're going to buy and you're going to sell back. You know what? Undo the deal. So I'm going to have to call you on the truth. What do you think? Every day is a flood. Every day there's, there's, there's a famine. It's a we're no serious deal. I'm going to end. Yes, he's stuck with it. But so, but hard. It turns out, in hard, it was quite common that they'd have, that they'd have a bit sorta. So the Bible says, Hilchata, Zavim, Velo, Itzrichule, Zuzay, Hadrez, Vine. See that? Bottom line, Locha says, if it's clear why a person did a deal, and in the end it turns out that his purposes can't be fulfilled, you've got to pay, you've got to give him back the land. Because the idea is that God aren't going to sell otherwise. Okay, new Mishnah. Almana. Now we're getting to a little bit of, a, of, of technicalities. Yeah, we've seen this sort of, we've, we've seen these points along the way, but now the government makes it a little bit, uh, a little bit clearer. So Almana, a woman who's widowed, whether she was only betrothed, right? Now what's the importance of Yukid Rashi? So a woman who was only engaged and now they've got to raise money to pay her ketubah, there's only ketubah, there's no mezonot. Right, that's important because you're still living with your father. Remember, when did we say that a woman who was betrothed would start getting mezonot? When would she start getting mezonot? Now, if he hadn't come after the year to marry her. And we said that it was the time Normally, you betrothed for 12 months. If after 12 months he never arrived, he have to start supporting her. Right? 12, by 12 months, the father's meant to look after her. So while she's in her father's house, his name is honored. So says Tanakamamana, Bain mina erusin, Bain or even if she was in the suin, and look at Rashi, she mocheret le mazonot. And now she's studying for mazonot, not for anikatuba, mocheret shlobe baitin. So according to Tanakama, she doesn't need baitin. She can sell privately. We're for both, irrespective of what she's selling for. Rabbi Shimon or Mayor, Rabbi Shimon says no. I mean, a nesuin, 
מוכרת שלו בביתי. מן הנישואין, כמו שהיא סיימת פה מזונות, ראת? שהיא מוכרת לו מזונות, זה דרשי, so we understand why she sold money ביתי, because she's going to go to ביתי every month to sell, it's like pretty tedious, you know, you put in the market, the woman work very hard, it's also not enough, you're going to go begging for her money every month, that she can sell. But מן האירוסין, זה דרשי שמעון, לא תמכור לו בביתי, why? because it's a one-off, בגלל שאין לה מזונות, וכל שאין לה מזונות, לא תמכור לו בביתי. Okay, so we can understand that pretty well. I think it's pretty straightforward. Three one says, "Bishlom and Minah Nesuin." This is a kasha down Tanakama. So Tanakama says, "Bei Minah Irusin, Bei Minah Nesuin." She can sell that baitin. Doesn't make a difference. Three one says, "Bishlom and Minah Nesuin." Understand Minah Nesuin? Mishum Mezone. Because she's from Mezone, sitting on a monthly basis. It's a regular occurrence. You don't make her get a baitin. He says, "Ela Minah Irusin, my timer." But how come for the Irusin you don't have to worry? You're letting her sell as well. There's a rule, anybody who's claiming a, a, a loan, wants to watch repayment of a loan, they've got to go to Beitin, and Beitin enforces the deal. Yeah, you're giving a woman car plant. Yeah, don't go to Beitin on your own. So what's the reason? Now what's Chinna? Chinna is not the, what the Svaradim had before they get married, right? The, the, it's not because of Chinna. Chinna means, look at Rashi, שיהו בעליהן, now we're talking about the new husbands, right? That their new husbands, לכן ביניהן ולא ימנו אנשים מלעשה אל אנשים. So they'll be able to get remarried, right? Because, right, he says over here, but מן האירוסין, even מן האירוסין, even though it's not מזונות and it's for a ketubah, she should be desirable by the other men. They see she's coming in with a bit of a pocket over here. She's not coming in empty-handed. So we don't want to make her a bait dead. We're able to sell quickly. And do the deal straightforward, so that uh, that, that uh, the new husbands will, will say, ah, this is the woman we want to marry. She can pay our new house off, right? So what is this? Is this is her? Eruzin a ketuba? Assuming that the Eruzin has got a ketuba, that's a separate discussion. Right? When we learned that as well, is there, isn't it? See, it seems like the woman, the the the, 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 the almana from the Eruzin has got a ketuba, and now she's an almana. Her husband, her, her fiance died, and now she wants to get remarried. So according to Tadakama, she doesn't need to go to Beitin, she can just sell. Right? Because of Chayin. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, Rabbi Yochanan says, Lefi, she ain't a damn rotation, baze ishto bebeitin. He says, no, why? He says, because of the husband, the original husband who died. Wouldn't have wanted his wife to be, be too humiliated when go through this process and to go to Beitin. Suppose to go to Beitin, not a nice thing. So he says, my banner, what's the nafkin between Ula and Rabbi Yochanan? Nafkin, ikibanayu grusha, a grusha. Because that's all very nice. If she's an amana from the kid from the Erosin, she's a grusha from the Erosin, with the guy who's, who divorced her, he cares if she's mitbaze or not. Once they divorce, he doesn't care. Let her go be mitbaze. So according to Rabbi Yochanan's reason of husbands don't want their wives to be mitbaze in Beitin, if they got, that's only applies to an amana, to a grusha, he wouldn't care. We're according to Ula, if the reason is because of Chinna, because we want the new husbands to run and marry them, then it would apply even if it was a grusha or a grusha. Clear? Right? If it's because of a grievance, Grusha, it's according to, uh, according to, uh, to, uh, to Ula, it would still make a difference. And according to Rabbi Yochan, it would make a difference. It's nothing here would be if it was a Grusha or not. What's going to cash? What are we talking about? It's not, we don't in the Mishnah. The Grusha, Lord Timko, Elevating, look at the Mishnah, look down at the bottom of the Amut, and get to the Mishnah today. Look at the Mishnah at the bottom there. It says there, Machra Ketubata. The last line of the Mishnah before it says Gomorrah there. In Lama the Tosu Biftulea. It says, Evergrusha Lotim Kor Ele Bevaitin. So what are you telling me over here that a Grusha 
according to Ula, that even a grusha can sell without baitin, because it still needs chayim. Our Mishnah tells us before Reshet that a group grusha can't sell on her own. She has to go to baitin. The Gemara says, "Bishlo demand damar lefisha and damar lotzeshti bazeshto bebaitin grusha lo echpatle." Right? The Bishlo demand damar lefisha and damar lotzeshti bazeshto grusha lo echpatle. El demand al mishum china grusha nami baichin. The Gemara says, "You're right. That would be according to the demand damar who says shelotid baze." But according to Ula, for example, baichin. So now we've got a kasha on this Mishnah. According to Ula, there's a kasha. It's the Hamari Shimoni. So now who's the town of this Mishnah? We have town Mishnah. Yes, Rabbi Shimon. And Rabbi Shimon, what Rabbi Shimon said? Rabbi Shimon is the one who said, "Look in our Mishnah." Rabbi Shimon Omer, "Mina lesuin mocherit lebeiti, mina erusin lotim kol lebeiti." According to Rabbi Shimon, every erusin has to sell in beitin. Only when you're selling for mezonot can you sell without beitin. When you're selling for ketuba, you have to sell in beitin, even if you want the suin. He says, that's why that Mishnah of Yaz is going to Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon is. They want to say, wait a second, where is Rabbi Shimon? See, Rabbi Shimon, Hatan Leresha. See, if it's Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon, he told us that on Tzadik Zayin Amud Aleph. It's all part of the same Mishnah. Rabbi Shimon said, right? Rabbi Shimon said straight out. We just read a moment ago. never made a difference between Grusha or Nesua. So even Rabbi Shimon is repeating Halacha again. That doesn't make sense. Rabbi Shimon forgot that he said it a few lines ago. That, that doesn't make sense, Rabbi Shimon. Shimon says, no, that is Rabbi Shimon. Uh, so Shimon says, that is Rabbi Shimon. Why is Rabbi Shimon repeating it down this Mishnah again? What would we have thought? He would have thought that it's the Almana. Right? Mina Erosin. That we might have thought that the Rasha and Pri- Amud Aleph was talking about only Almana, who the law nafish chendida, the Almana, right? To look at Rashi over here. Almana, uh, in my timer. No, no, hold on. Where is it? Where is it? Help me find the Rashi, yeah? Rabbi Shimoni, the late Lachinet, the Lagab, Almana, and Erosin, Nami, Mishum, the Lektuba, Kemazavna, the law nafish chendida, Shaloetala, Chibat, Bia. He says, why? He says, the law nafish chen dida. He says, the chen, her chen. I don't know because she, I don't know, because she wasn't really married to the guy. They never had beer together. Right? Aval grusha nafish chen dida ametibai chen. Right? She, so the, 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 uh, the almana from the erusin, because she wasn't really spoiled, I think is the word. I think that's how you trust that. I'm not sure. Give me a because she was an almana from the Erosin, so an almana from the Erosin never really had relations with the first husband. So therefore, it's easier for her to find a second husband. Right? Makes sense. Because she's a bit tuller. The woman from a Nesuin is already, let's say, spoiled good, so to speak. Right? Therefore, it's harder for her to find a new husband. So she needs money. She's got to have something else to make him want her. So that's the difference between the two. Okay, so that's what he says over here. I think it's what he's saying over here. So Rabbi Shimon here, he says, "Malut haba abanami na erusin who the Lord na fisher chen dida, haba grusha the na fishin chen dida, emet she the na fish chen dida. She needs chen emet tibai, right? She 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 would she wouldn't need baiting so that she could go and sell quickly. So what's the way to say? Now let me tell you that we're interested as well. Kol she ena mezonot." 
We learned in the Mishnah that said, Rabbi Shimon said, we made a distinction, Rabbi Shimon said, what did Rabbi Shimon say? See how we've got Who's Amazonot? Who's Amazonot? Who's not sending food there? Almanah from the Ayrosin. No, the Almanah. From the Ayrosin. Because she has, she's not getting Mazonot. From the Nesua, gets Mazonot because she was married. So Shimon already said, what are you talking about? If you don't need Mazonot, then who's, who doesn't need Mazonot? The Almanah the Almana from the Ayrosin. Why should Almanah from the Ayrosin? Because they weren't married. Then why wasn't they married? She was a Bishnah Batuna. So it's, it's already Rabbi Shimon. That's the whole the Why are we repeating ourselves? Everyone says, no. That almanah, mina, am, I, am I clear? Is it clear what I'm saying? Huh? She says, no, that almanah, when we said over here, she'enam uh, zonot, we understood, latuya, my love, latuya, grusha, they come and include a grusha. Call she'enam zonot, who's that? She'enam zonot, would even be a grusha from the, from the erusin, or an almanah from the erusin, and they all included a grusha as well from the erusin. And therefore, she wouldn't need so much chain because she never actually had relations with the man. And he says, Lord, la tuya, that's coming to include something else. The Rabbi Shimon had to teach us in this Mishnah, the new Mishnah coming up, because we wouldn't have learned it from the first Mishnah. What does it mean, she'ein la mezonot? He says, la tuya megureshet ve'ena megureshet k'dirabi zaira. This is a good one. We learned this in Masechet Gittin. There, Rashi points out of here, we're talking about a woman. Who's Megureshet and Megureshet? We're not sure if she's Megureshet. Maybe she's, maybe she isn't. What's the Khashash? He threw her a ketubah, and we're not sure now if it landed close to her or close to him. A get, I mean, sorry, right, thank you. Right, look at Rashi. But from the Erosin, they were only betrothed. And not to teach us about the Beitin. That was coming up in the new Mishnah. The first Mishnah was about that. We live from Abana. We learn Amana about Beitin from Amana Grusha. Along the way, Rabbi Shimon stuck in another din. What's that din? The Mugresh and the Mugresh. Kagon Zarakla get through a get to her. Safekrov, La Safekrov, Lobush Tarabi. It was in the public space. We're not sure if it was in her Dalit Amot, his Dalit Amot. If it was in her Dalit Amot, then she's divorced. If it stayed in his Dalit Amot, then it wasn't a proper get. So now look what happens over here. Uh, if he dies in the meantime, so she won't get mezonot. Why won't she get mezonot? Because the Yotomi will say, you're divorced. Go prove that you're not divorced. He threw you the gate. But maybe she's not divorced. Right? Right? That's Baal. And in the case like that, the halacha is that she can sell without baiting. Because there's an argument here with the Yotomi don't want to support her. So she can sell without baiting. Imagine while the husband's alive. Only while the husband's alive, she's without baiting, right? Okay, so that is what that is. So that's why, really, this Mishnah over here, the second Mishnah, where we said over here, Lord Tim Kor Bebeitin, uh, is telling us about the Alman, the Grusha. And we wouldn't have learned it from the first Mishnah because that um, uh, is coming to a separate thing of Mugrish and Mugrish. We say Toshma. See another proof over here. Kesheim Shemocherit Shlobabaitin, Kach Yoshea, Yoshe Ketubata. So to her Yoshim or Yoshe Ketuba, Mochrim Shlobabaitin. So just like she can sell that baitin, the Yoshim can also sell that baitin. So Gemara says, Bishlo, the man damel efisha, and the damel teshe titpazir Shlobabaitin. That guy's works very well called Rabbi Yochanan. Just like he didn't want. His wife to meet Baze, so he also didn't want her yours to meet Baze. Kiachid ihi lo nichele diat bizu yashin ami lo nichele diat bizu ele leman da amra mishum china. 
So according to Ula, who said the whole reason why she could sell without getting a bait because of Chen, people who want to marry her, Yosha and my Chen, what do we care about the Yosha? We worry about the Yoshim finding women. Look at Rashi, he points out things there with their men. The Rashi is over here. Machenika, Hareha, Nitrachim, the Beitin, and Hashimain. They aren't looking for husbands, we hope. Right? She was a Tirgamon, already explained what we're talking about. Kagon, Sheyarshata, Bitwachota. Actually, you're right, we are. We're talking about when the, who are the Yoshim or her daughter or her sister. And now the Yoshim also are because of Chen. Because we want the Yoshim, her daughter or her sisters, to have the money. So that people want to marry them. Okay, new Mishnah quickly. Machra ketubata or mikzata. Woman sells her ketubah or a part of her ketubah. Let's take a moment here. Look at the Tosfot. There's the third Tosfot of the Amud. Machra ketubata. Tosfot like this. When we say tubata, it says nirali lefaresh tahainu mane umatayim. Talk about the money, the 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 the, the hard ketubah. Vahashta atishapi dekama lotim korasha elobeitin dahan tosefet. And what can't you sell without beitin? You need the tosefet, so the, 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 the basic that you can get. Right? It works like that. It sells, we see in a moment. Machak to Batavik Tata. Mishkanak to Batavik Tata. Or she mortgaged her because we're part of her ketubah. Natnak to Batala Achir. She gave it as a gift to somebody or part of it. Now, in all those three cases, Lotim Koretashar Elebebeitin. You want to sell the balance of the ketubah? You've got to go to Beitin. The balance, you've got to go to Beitin. The Chachamim Bamrim, Chachamim say no. Mocherity, she can sell the whole story. Look at Rashi the Ketubata, I feel the practice even in tranches. Vafa Pichain, Mocheret, Bain Taim, the Mazonot, even so she's a filler, she can sell the Mazonot, but Chamsek can do whatever she wants. A filler Arbaa, Bachamisha Pamim, Umochet the Mazonot, Mazonot, Ukotevet the Mazonot Machati. But look, as here she writes that she should actually sell it. Who was that like? That's like Rabbi Yehuda, remember? Rabbi Yudah was the one, Rabbi Yosha, Rabbi Yudah said, write it down, why are you selling? Vekotev b'shtara mechira, write that he says, should write that. Let me look at, look at Rashi, l'mezolah macharti, mishum eitze tove kedamal el. You see that? So Rashi tells us, that's because of the eitze tove of Rabbi Yudah. Right? Not that it's alokha, it's eitze tove, it's a good advice. Vegrusha lo timkor, vegrusha lo timkor, leketubatah ho ketubah, ele bebeitin. Look at Rashi, bebeitin. So now, according to Rabbi Yochanan, who said the reason why a person lets his wife sell a ketubah and a mitbazeh, that's only if she's an almana. But for a grusha, he doesn't care about the grusha if, 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 if she's mitbazeh and baiting. Not worried. Okay, so it says, and if you want to catch it, it says over here, why look at the, the Mishnah says, right, don't go a little bit. Okay, so, okay. And uh, so it seems to be saying over here, that even when it could have changed Rabbi Shimon, but uh, bottom line, it seems like everybody agrees that it's a grusha wouldn't, we wouldn't, we, we wouldn't let the, the grusha off the hook. So says, now, but Nitin, man, who's the Tan of our Mishnah? He says, Rabbi Shimon. How Rabbi Shimon? The Tanya, Machak Tubata, Mishkanak Tubata, Astak Tubata, Apotikil Acher, and Lamazonot. Right? Now, who is that? Now, we've got in brackets here, Dirabi Meir. You can see in Rashi's version, it didn't have Dirabi Meir. Look at Rashi. Machak Tubata Kula, if he sold the whole Ketubah, Rabbi says that she's got no mezonot. Once she sold for the ketubah, if she sold first to pay her ketubah and there's no money left over to pay mezonot, she's got no mezonot. Her tough luck. But if she sold only for a bit of a ketubah, then yesh la mezonot. That's right. And then Rabbi Shimon Omer, now we're back in our Mishnah, Rabbi Shimon says no. 
even if she only sold a part of her ketubah, and there isn't enough money now, that's it, she lost her mezonot. So the Gemara says, Lameimra, Rabbi Shimon Savar, Telo Amre, Miktzat Kesef, Kechola Kesef. Kulot Rabbi Shimon Savar, Rabbi Shimon says, Apish lo machra velo mishkem ketubah, ele mechitzata, avda mezonotea. That's Rabbi Shimon, right? So the question is, Rabbi Shimon seems to be of opinion, the law amrinan miktzat kesef kechola kesef. Rabbi Meir says, right, what does Rabbi Meir say? Machrak tu bata, mishtak tu bata, astak tu avatikid acher, en la mezonot. Rabbi Shimon says, apish lo machra velo mishnak tu bata, ele mechitzata. Rabbi Shimon doesn't say, Rabbi Shimon says, the law amrinan miktzat kesef kechola kesef. Okay, okay, okay. So now, the Rabbi Shimon said, because already, she still got a bit of a claim, right? So Rabbi Shimon says, ah, even though you've got a bit of a claim, you, got, you, haven't, got a, you, you haven't got a whole claim anymore. Once you've got a, a bit of a claim, it's entitled you to a claim. In order to have a claim, you have to have a whole claim. And because you sold a part of it, you've only got a bit of a claim, and therefore a bit of a claim means no claim at all. That's what he says. Rabbi Shimon says that because you've got a bit of a claim, it's not kechola kesef. Rabbanan Sabra, I mean, even though you only sold a bit of it, you still got your whole claim. The Gemara says, Aha, Ibrish Ben and Lehu, but it seems to be the other way around. The Tanya, Behu Isha Bif Tulea. Right, what does the Pasuk mean? He says, The Gemara seems to say that Ibrish Pisis Ben and Lehu, right? The Tanya, we've got a bright that says like this. The Pasuk says as follows Behu Isha Bif Tulea Yikach. Right? Pratle Bogeret, Shekalu Betulea, Dibri Meir. We're going to see the Gemara brings a brighter, which, which seems to say Rabbi Shimon the other way around. What does the brighter say? The pastor says, Vuhu isha bif What does it mean? Prat le bogeri. We're talking about a coin gadol now. Right? Who can a coin gadol marry? Now, a coin gadol has to marry a betula. So now, does it have to be a betula? We already learned that it's much more than just a betula. He has to actually marry a young girl before, right, while she's still a proper betula physically. Right? That, that she's still taught. That's what we learned. Look here, who is Shabiv Tulea? Pratle Bogeret. Look at Rashi. What does it mean, Pratle Bogeret? Velo Amrinan Miktzat Betulim Kechola Betulim. He has to still, right? That comes to Vehu, right? Pratle Bogeret. Watch the Bogeret. It's too late for a Kohen Gadol. Even though she's still a Betula halachically, right? She's matured and her, 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 her sexual organs have developed and she's a bit looser. That's too late for a Kohen Gadol. It has to be a proper 100% perfectly Babatu. And that's to be made. Rabbi Lazar Shimon Machshibu Bogeret. Rabbi Shimon said Machshibu Bogeret. Why? Because even though she's a bit of a betula, she's still considered a proper betula, which seems to imply that ketzat is equal to hakol. Agreed? Got it? So why don't we save her with the money as well? She's got a bit of a ketuba owing to her. Why isn't that equal to at all being equal to lakshak with the betula? You can't compare the two because there it's over a machlok and understand the pasuk. Rabbi Meir Savar betula. The word betula, if the pasuk had written betula. So that would have meant afilu miktzat betulim. But because it said betuleha, it has to be a complete betula. Right? And also another halacha coming out of it is biftuleha means kedarki, that only if she had relations kedarka, in the normal sense of the word, then she would have lost her virginity. If she had, let's say, anal sex, that wouldn't have caused her to lose her virginity. And Rabbi Lazarus Shimon Savrei, they explained the pasuk to be different. The word betula, the Torah written betula, it would have meant a shleimah, would be, have to be a full betula, even excluding a bogeret. But it said betuleha to allow a bit of leeway over here. So afilu miktzat betulim is still called betuleha. And also learn from the word biftuleha, she yehu kol betuleha kayamin. 
even anal sex, for example, would lose her virginity and she wouldn't have been a betula for the Kohen Gadol.